Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of LMS Cast. My name is Joshua Millage, and I'm joined today with Christopher Badgett. And today we're talking about something that's really important, and that's how to name your online course. So, Chris, start it off for us. What are some tips that you have for the audience around coming up with a really attractive, engaging, and interesting name? Awesome. Well, this is a great question. And just like writing a good email and writing a good subject line, or if you're writing a book, how important the title is. Naming your course is extremely important. And it's also much harder than it sounds. So my first tip is to just take a moment, relax. Uh, the naming process is going to take some time. And you might, might not even name your course until after you create it. Mm. So there's That's one way to do it. And let the name kind of emerge as you create your lessons. But there's definitely some other rubrics we can look at as well. Yeah, I think one of the things that I really like to do is think about how how the name rolls off the tongue. Um, and yeah, say it, say it out loud. Say it, it out loud. You yeah. got You got to hear it. It may sound great in your head, and then you say it out loud, and you're like, "Oh, that doesn't quite roll off the tongue," or whatever. Yeah. So a number of um, people will say, "Well, you know, most people aren't going to be reading my sales copy or whatever out loud. So does that really matter? It does because you still hear it in your mind's eye and in your brain. So I like to choose." Uh, what is it? Alliteration, I think is the correct term where, you know, you have two words that connect together, sound similar together. So for instance, the course, the coaching course that we are running currently is called course clinic. And it's just, it just sits in your brain differently than, you know, how to build a great course. Like that sounds very generic to me, you know? So just to be clear, alliteration is like the first sound in both words or like Coca-Cola or lifter LMS. Yeah. So we use this a lot, Um, you know, or something that has just kind of rhymes or flows together nicely. So I have a product, I manufacture doorstops. I know it sounds really sexy, but one of the key things when I was naming that product was making sure that it sounded great and it it was fun and different than all the others. So when you type on Amazon doorstops, it's like standard hardware doorstop. When you get to mine, it's the beaver dam door jam. (laughs) So it's totally different. It makes you stop for a second and go, why is that? I mean, how is that? That's got to be different. Just the name. It's got to be different. I got to click on it. So I yeah, know that rhyming is, rhyming is good. Like damn jam. You yeah. Know, that's door always, jam. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's kind of fun. So those are things that I like to play on. Um, I love what, uh, I heard Kevin Rose say it first. Um, I don't know, uh, if he's the one who created this technique, but he always called it the crowded bar technique. Um, and this is applying to, uh, this is applying to startup names. Um, but you should model the, your course around this. So for him, it was, you know, if you were in a loud, a crowded bar and it was really loud, could you tell someone who is standing next to you what your company's name was and could they remember it and spell it? And so for him, if you look at dig or milk, or now he has a new one, it was always very short, succinct things. Now, I don't think that, um, that's not like a lot of us don't have hundreds of thousands of dollars that we can throw at URLs like Kevin can, but I think it still rings true. You want something that's so impactful that even if we were in a crowded bar and I said course clinic, there's it's, you could mem- remember that. I mean, it's not something that would, um, how to build an online course course. You know, it's like, uh, it's easily forgettable. What am I, where am I going? What URL like courseclinic.com? Boom. That's where you go to check it out. Um, so it's it's one of those things that I think 
consider that technique too, because it can be really powerful for creating something that's impactful. Um, another way is you can actually forget this techniques that we've shared so far and actually go for a more longer form. It's not my preference, but I do see how people can do that. Um, it, it is the key here is to not be generic, but be specific in what you're teaching. So my buddy, John, uh, he has a course that's how to connect with influencers. So it's not my personal preference on how to name a course, but you know exactly what you're doing in the course. There's no questions around that. Um, there's no, like, there's no if, ands, or buts on where to go to find that. You could type that in Google. It would come up. Now, if you, again, I'm using the example of how to build an online course. You type that. That's, that's so generic. You're going to have number of other things ranking. It's not, you, yes, I know what I'm doing, but there's so many people talking about that. I'm just going to be in a part of the noise. How to connect with influencers. That's a little different, you know, that you might find a couple of blog posts and things around that, but it's a lot less crowded. So that's another option. Um, and I think, you know, Andrew Warner has a course on how to uh, interview your heroes. So that's another example of that style of naming. Um, and then you could also go with making your own, making something up, making a, a taking something that you're teaching and completely rebranding it. And Derek Halpern does this with yes engines. What the heck is a yes engine? I don't know. Let me find out. It, it piques the curiosity. But in reality, he's just teaching persuasion techniques and sales techniques, but he's not saying persuasion or sales techniques. He's totally taking the concept and making it something new and calling it a yes engine, which that's another great way. So there's no one right way to name a course, but these are ways that I've seen. And Chris, you know, we prefer the short, succinct, more, you know, crowded bar technique slash alliteration. Um, but you can curiosity in there, like course <laughs> clinic. Oh, I'm curious about that. Like, what does yeah. that mean? Um, uh, and if I can add another one, it would be, uh, this is a really popular one where the name of the course has the result and then the process in it. So mm-hmm. product launch formula, the product launch is the result. And then the formula is like the process or, you know, you use word, uh, some other result blueprint. Mm-hmm. That's the name of the course. Um, or whatever home study course. Um, so that's really common. And a, and a couple of other pro tips is it's really important to use the language in your naming that your ideal customer is going to use. Not too fancy and not too uh, g- generic or fundamental. Like you want right. to use the exact words that are uh, your, your target market uses. Like for example, uh, if you don't want to, if you want to build learn how to build like amazing machines, you know, uh, expression is janky. You don't want something that's all janky. (laughs) I mean, if you could, if that's the word that people use, you want to try to include that in your name or in the description or whatever. Exactly. You're, you're using a piece of terminology that only your market understands, which is great because you want to use that. You want to use that to your advantage. You want to focus on that market. So another one too, I've seen is, um, uh, uh, the result-based one, you know, double your freelancing rate. Uh, uh-huh. The other ones, it, and actually, I think this is really powerful. If you're teaching something that revolves around a piece of software or a brand name that already exists into the world, in the world, like learn Scrivener fast. Scrivener is like That's a, a, a publishing tool or a writing tool. So learn Scrivener fast. What I mean, there's no question about what I'm going to learn in that course, you know, and that's also a very easy, uh, URL to, to find, you know, learn scriveneropass.com. So, um, those are some other ones, uh, get 10,000 subscribers, you know, Brian Harris's course, um, 
SEO that works, you know, mm-hmm. Brian Dean's course, these are all very like focused results based and they're kind of creating a brand. So that's a great, great way to uh, go to. Um, the brand is a great uh, thing too. Like uh, we both like Bulletproof Coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Dave Asprey, the guy behind that, has created a brand which often has like a noun and an adjective associated with it. So he's always using the word bulletproof and then often uses the adjective upgraded. So everything, you know, he has upgraded coffee or he has right. bulletproof coffee. Like, <laughs> right. But that, I think he's a master of branding and it's such a good example of a well-crafted brand. So you could, the course could be generic, the name, but it would be bulletproof whatever, you know, yeah. or whatever your adjective is that embraces your brand. Yeah. This is good, man. We've given a lot of, of, uh, idea seeds for people to munch on and figure out how they want to name their course. I'd love to hear from you. If you're can head over to our YouTube channel and leave us a comment on this video, that would be much appreciated. Um, you can always reach me at Jay Millage and Chris, you're at Chris Badgett on Twitter and we're pretty active over there. And also if you haven't heard, um, our plugin, which was $149 a year is now free lifter LMS. So if you haven't downloaded lifter LMS, you're crazy. You should go download it, install it, give it a try. And, uh, if you're a developer, help us make it better. You know, it's an open source project now. So we want to see people get involved from that angle. So Chris, any final thoughts for people who are uh, interested in, in, in curious about how to name their online course? Yeah, I just say head on over to Amazon.com, go to the nonfiction books and and look at what the bestsellers are and how they're titled. And you'll start to see good naming in action and yeah. also t- taglines that go with, you know, you can have a course name and then a tagline, just like you can have a book title and a subtitle. So, uh, yeah, get some information, get some inspiration from the book publishing industry. That's a wonderful tip. Wonderful tip. All right. Well, thank you all for watching. We'll talk to you next week.